Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome back to Taken Off Air, where Jordan shuffles around a lot and makes noise just as I press record. Stefan is sitting looking cosy as fuck in his dressing gown. Yeah, and I, I am sitting here try, w- trying to figure out Not uh, just my whether my, my new camera plans. would be good. Oh dear God. <laughs> I, I did try and try a new a different camera that I got. It's like a little USB camera that I found found in amongst my collection of it's, stuff. Yeah, we'll see but, it's definitely clearer than your laptop it, one. Mm, this is my laptop one. Because oh. the USB one made us move at like two frames a second all right okay it then. was jittery as fuck your laptop camera's definitely clearer this week are there connections better or your fiddle percentage uh i think connection... like 320p i think <laughs> connection is probably better plus i did have to clean my camera and i've got a new cover for it so it's a bit cleaner it doesn't get gunk just building up on it um there's Stefan just trying to wipe his. Just can I improve it? I think mine's all right, man. It's probably I probably made it worse by putting fingery oil on it. Oh, Jordan, don't scratch. We'll Jordan, get, yeah, you're your scratching. Microphone in your camera. <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> this is where I'm wondering now: is Jordan's headset actually working, or is it Happy just working mic? as headphones? No, you're you're, you're, no, using, you're, your using, you're using your laptop one, which is next to your camera because it's really scratchy when you're up there. So that that you've got hanging there is useless. But I can still get use. That's about the thing. Your laptop mic's mic's very fucking powerful because I can hear every sip of the tea you drink. Yeah. (laughs) Goodbye. Oh, he's just going to do it on purpose now. How dare you? (laughs) I have many weeks to plan this. (laughs) I should be very proud of Jordan that he's actually drinking tea. Oh, I was drinking tea. Mm. Well, we took us well, we since yeah. the beginning of September to uh, finish my app, creative uh, Amstel. So you're going to see your first cup of tea? <laughs> <laughs> first, <laughs> I did, he started uh, when he was 13. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I've just got the notification of Twitch. I've just got an email of Twitch saying, Taking off Air's live. Ah, oh, awesome. Yeah, two and a half minutes late, but you know. I got one off Facebook. Yeah, because we are live everywhere. I do apologise to everybody watching, watching that it's a bit of a weird slow start. It's because we've got Jordan back, and we're all kind of confused at the fact we've got Jordan back after so long. And that he's happy and talkative. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird in his out. Well, it's because I'm, I'm in a very, 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 very good, good fellow. Because something very good happened to the team I support. Got his leg over the other day, that's all. <laughs> Got his Lego. That's not what I said, but okay. It's I know, I'm, se- I'm censoring it for you. <laughs> I know I didn't. Uh, oh, bless you. Bless your little cotton socks. Actually, don't. You can't say it like you did. Oh, bloody hell, Jay's here. Jay's in my chat, and he's just said, "Bloody hell, Jordan's alive." Jay's actually at work, which is why he can't be with me. But obviously, he's skiving because he's talking to us. So he'll be looking at his phone and probably trying to interact every once in a while. He'll probably be stood 
bored as fuck in a field listening to it and being really annoyed that he can't just plug a microphone in and talk to it because he has to look like he's being professional yeah, get back at work. Hey, this is where I just start making captions go, Jay, work! Do it! Do it now! Get to the chopper! Jordan's alive! No, I'm not. Why have I only got private chat? Because you're. Don't tempt with Jay. He's on a break. Hey. Yeah, his break started when he got there this morning. Hasn't ended yet because he hasn't plugged out. Oh fuck it now. Anyway, Kyle, sh- I think sh- only you can bully Jay in the actual chat. Oh, yeah. I don't want to though because we ended up getting blocked on something last time. No, that Bullion? was just that was just Jay. And it was Facebook. It's fine. Oh, it's all right. It wasn't. We can get some entertainment into this. To be, to be fair. Hold on, I can't make it look as though Jay is here. One second. Bosh. Oh God. <laughs> it's got Jay's image because he made the account. Oh, if Toast had just went black screen now, I thought you were saying because he always got his camera off. I thought you were going to put a caption of a hobbit on or an Indonesian. That's what is there, an Indonesian. Yeah. Let's yeah. see it. Nah, I'm blind. <laughs> oh, it's just Jay's little picture. Jay's it's a life size representation representation of Jay compared to the size of us as well. Yeah. Hey, hey, we'll bully hey. him, but we'll love him. Uh, he, he's just an easy victim because he's not here. Th- there's the thing, like, we had a rant about snowflakes and stuff la- last time. There's yeah. the thing, if any snowflakes listened to how we go on with each other, would probably be reported to the police for bullying each other about 20 times a minute. Well, they should fuck off. So, Girls we... themselves. Yes, we... Ass. We are of the generation where we greet our, each other with fingers at fingers up at each other, and we do not care. Anyway, this week. <laughs> this anyway, week, this week, did you know that octopuses are lethal fucking bitches? Octopi. The female ones. Octopi, octopuses. Really, <laughs> really, Ryan. <laughs> is, that, is that Ryan? <laughs> hey, hey. Just because that's a natural occurrence where you are. Hey. Right. Kyle, right, so, yes. if you, as the host, click on Jay's bite me comment, you can make it like you can make it appear where we're taking off air comments so you can ping people's messages. Ah. For example, Bosh. there you go. So when people put things in, you can we, can, we can communicate and, and interact with it. I didn't realise I could do that. I thought it was only captions. <laughs> there you go, John. I specifically chose Jays so that that wasn't put on the screen, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Take it away. This is a, new, this is a friendly message. It did the wrong one. I tried to put the Gordon's jo- Jordan, alive and it Jordan, didn't work. When you're yes. here and it's not because you're at work and you're disguising like you were the other day, you little fucker, right? We can send people after you because Aiden comes on every week to say hi, and when he's when you're not here, he asks where the fuck you are. So he's <laughs> on you. We'll send Damn them after you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We've got our own little spy, but mining one, double checking where you are and everything. I don't work there anymore. I don't work with that bit anymore. Doesn't matter. <laughs> can I do that? He'll hunt you down. No, because it weirds me out. Why are you moving cameras? 
What are you doing, is? What are you doing? I'm saying if something works. So oh, any, no. anybody in the, the chat, whole chat at the side. Anybody in the chat, just try and type something, please. I want to see if this works. I'm doing experiments. This, is ne this never oh, ends no. well, but I'm doing experiments. Is this, going to be, is this just going to be an episode <laughs> of just Kyle doing experiments? Anyway, Kyle, what were you saying about octopi? Uh, just that female octopi are fucking brutal when they're hungry. Yeah. But they're bigger than males, aren't they? Did, I don't know if I told you this one or not. I'm not too sure. I, I didn't forget it to... It worked. It worked. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> 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 uh, the, the apparently when the speaking oh, of which, man. to be fair, that that's topical. Uh, when the female <laughs> octopus is hungry and doesn't want to mate, she'll entice the male, mislead it into thinking they're about to mate, and then strangle them to death, and then eat the corpse. That's I was just about to say, is this, isn't that just normal females? Yeah. It's assassination tactics. <laughs> it is pretty much Jordan. Hey, I'll... just <laughs> nature. Nature's nature. a bitch. I'm pleased you to don't fair, chat. It means I can full screen. Yeah, it. To be fair, it does remind me of Octopussy 007. Oh, well, you're based on. Maybe that's why. Probably. Good <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Hey. hey. Right, anyway, now that that one's out of the way. Um, I had a topic about dolphins for Stefan. For me? Why specifically for Stefan? Because he always has to find something to do with animals. So, also, it I is found, slightly for I found a meme because... that was a dolphin with hypnosis on its head look at dolphin. Because... Fuck's sake. Be because <laughs> Stefan, as we all know, but I don't know if everybody else knows, he used to work with plants a lot and is basically the guy that I go to when I go, this isn't growing help, or something like that. Not, and... not that, though. Not when that's not growing. I don't help with that. No. Yeah. <laughs> but, apparently, uh, have you heard of the Senecio Peregrinus plant? Yeah, that's its Latin name. What is it? it is, what's it called? What is it? What's its English name? No fucking idea. I'm going to have to have a look. But... Research. This is, yes, this is Stefan's field. Um, but it's a plant, the plant is a succulent that has leaves that look like tiny little dolphins jumping out of the waves. Oh, I think I know what you mean then. Um, it's absolutely adorable. <laughs> Jordan, what are you breaking? Let's remove that chat over there. <laughs> I accidentally went on Facebook Live. Alright, so I found it. It's Perniosis. That's why I'm getting a bit confused. Perniosis. Peregrinus. Yes. 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 And why did I go Sean Connery there? Oh, I hope yours. Apparently, Peregrinus Proteus was a philosopher as well. Yeah. Greek? Uh, yes, Greek cynic philosopher from Perium in in Mesa. Leaving home at a young age, he first lived with Christians in Palestine before eventually being expelled from that community and adopting the life of a cynic professor and eventually settling in Greece. You know how I said I think scientists support every animal on treadmill? Yes. Yeah. No. Well, I was determined to find that out, but 
don't, I don't, I can't find them putting a dolphin on a treadmill. But I did find something else. I was just about to say, putting a dolphin on a treadmill wouldn't that be anti-productive? I mean, you could you could probably put a dolphin on a treadmill, on like an underwater treadmill, something. So the or like a current one. Yeah. Yeah. Like like you did with a fish. I did find something else. Oh. Uh, and then in the 1960s, NASA funded research, right, um, to basically try and talk to dolphins. Oh yeah, wasn't it? it was it? Mm, I know that there was projects to have spies in dogs and stuff from Germany and things. I can't remember what the dolphins were for. It was something to do with trying to figure out if they could teach them to do tasks or some shit. I'm not too sure. I can't remember. It, it's you know, it was basically communicate. So I think it's to do with, um, so if you've got, um, if you speak Spanish and I speak German, there are translations easily available and stuff like that. But if you speak whatever human earth language and you encounter someone that doesn't speak human in any capacity yeah then oh it's a totally new language how do you learn it um so the the theory the the old way would have been sorry the old way would have been how the explorers did it which would be basically say a word they say a word that is the equivalent or like slowly try and get used to things that are mean so point at something and they say the word for it you say the word for it and basically yeah Right, Which, but that's a very slow process because it's literally that. Okay, that's what you call it. Which you'd that. still have to do. Which you'd still have to do, but it's it's about learning. So it's about having a translator, if you like, so a human to learn that language and them to learn a human language. And yeah. um, obviously, the the obvious choice being dolphins because dolphins are the smartest animal on the planet, aside from humans. Supposedly, I'd say dolphins are probably the, 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 smarter the, than humans. There's there's dolphins, but for all we know, there's something deep in the water that is smarter. That's just hiding or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, people. Know that. Right. Are you ready One animal we haven't discovered. In the 1960s, Mar- Margaret Howe Lovett took part in a NASA-funded research project in which she developed a, a relationship with a dolphin. Right. On June the 17th, the BBC debuted a new documentary. So this was, I shall point out, in oh. I think 2014. Oh, I remember this. I remember either watching this or reading something about it. I remember <laughs> something about it because we talked about it for like an hour. And Did we? We ended up like in an argument or something over some stupid shit and eventually it ended in Jay saying, but did you, do you think she fucked the fish? Right, so basically... I that. Uh, <laughs> an emotional attachment between humans and animals was well-documented blog by Bob. So... Um, investigating the case of Margaret Howell and Peter the Dolphin, it was a relationship that started out with a logistical problem. In 1964, Lovett was working on an experiment to try and teach Peter how to communicate with humans. Right? Who names a dolphin Peter? So she literally moved in with him for three months, sleeping next to the <laughs> tank, working on a desk that hung over the water where he swam. They spent a great deal of time together, and as Peter was a sexually mature and adolescent dolphin, he often had sexual urges at inconvenient times. As it turns out, it's very difficult to teach a dolphin to talk when he is aroused. Lovett found that Peter would rub himself on my knee, my foot, or my hand. She allowed this. She said it wasn't uncomfortable as long as he wasn't too rough. 
it was just easier to incorporate it for a bit than to let it happen. It was very precious and gentle, and Peter was right there, and Eniwa was right there. That's part of an interview that she said. So uh, yeah, that that's why Jay was saying the dishwasher. <laughs> in order to satisfy Peter's increasing sexual urges, he would be transported to another pool where two female dolphins were. This was a logistical nightmare as it disrupted his communication lessons constantly. Right. <laughs> Eventually, Lover took it upon herself to relieve Peter of his urges rather than going through the long, inconvenient process of transporting him. So this is a further interview, Kyle. It would just become part of what was going on. Just like an itch. Just get rid of that and get uh, get rid of that scratch and we'll be done and move on. Can I be so, yeah. a science experiment where there's some last trying to experiment in language and she just scratches me itch? Now, I've watched the clip of the interview and what she says. Yeah. And she says pretty much the same thing as what's written there. It's unclear whether she just jumped in and wanked him off or whether... The but I think that's what happened. The question <laughs> is, does does she say it in the most typical British sort of... Well, like, un, unconditional... Like, doesn't actually give a fuck, doesn't even recognise that it's something weird, just goes... Well, yes, yeah, I, I just sort of well, had she to says, go and do it because it was interrupting the experiment. She says you know? it was sexual on Peter's part, but it wasn't sexual on her part, but it was sensual. <laughs> so she basically she whacked this dolphin off. There you however, go, everybody. do you know what's the best thing about though? There was a guy who was like works for animal charities and that, and he was like, I don't give a shit about her, but I'm worried about the psychological effect on Peter in the long term. And I was like, Yeah, I agree with this guy. What about the dolphin? He's probably fucked up. <laughs> yeah, he's probably now got a fetish for just humans and he'll never have kids. <laughs> Hold on, is that... I couldn't find a treadmill, no. that's all I found. No, no, <laughs> no. What you've just discovered is the first case of a fucking dolphin furry. No, no, I haven't. But in reverse. <laughs> no, no, I haven't, because it says, first of all, you need to... Where's the... Where's the, where's the, it's, it's, do, 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 do. there's a, there's a thing for, so it's zoophilia for a star, but if it's a dolphin, it's delphinophilia. Well, no, that's if a person is attracted to them. There's the thing, a furry is a person who is attracted to an animal, so it's a reverse furry, the dolphin's attracted to her. But it's not the first, so... Oh, sorry, the, this keeps jumping back to the top. And I, I know there's probably cases of like monkeys and chimps and stuff doing the same because we're closer related to them. But I, I would be concerned if there's more cases of a dolphin and other fish doing it. Yeah, sexual acts between dolphins and humans have a history. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. Just saying that. Malcolm Brenner wrote in the book Wet Goddess about his nine-month-long relationship with a dolphin. At the Nottingham Trent University, Dr. Mark Griffiths has studied dolphinophiles, humans sexually attracted to dolphins. There is also a number of blogs and online communities dictated, sorry, dedicated to the study and appreciation of dolphin sex. And then there is a link, and it says, note this link is graphic and contains details of zoophilia. Click your own discretion. I'm not clicking on it. Do we? No, please don't. <laughs> this, this, when we have an office eventually or anything like that, if anybody comes in and inspects our computers, they're going to be so fucking confused. Or what? If the police just decide, oh, we're going to see what these guys are up to, they are going to fucking panic. And then, and then the article seals out with, uh, The relationship between Lovett and Peter was certainly unnatural, but not really unheard of. Still, I strongly urge you to stay away from dolphins in a sexual capacity. Why yeah. is this Sonic, Sonic a <laughs> Family Guy sure. sketch? <laughs> It's a true fucking thing, Jordan. 
I know it's a true it's... thing, but Jesus Christ, it sounds more like something you would get out of Family Guy or The Simpsons. <laughs> I, I, I love the fact that there's scientists researching this sort of shit. Like, I know that she was doing it for language, but the the other guy that did it, you said, was researching yeah. the condition. He researches so... dolphinophiles, so he finds people that want to shag dolphins and then basically studies them. Which is good, because I, I, I feel like if they're in a lab, then dolphins are safer as a community. <laughs> but at the same time, Imagine trying to explain his job to anybody. Imagine he goes home and tries to explain his day to his wife. Well, no, that's a scientist. Imagine trying to explain the other people to the family why you've got them in that lab. I've just realised my mic not been my not. What? Yeah, what? Well, well, well. Anywho, he been using the laptop mic as well. Try that. Yeah, you're different. Yeah, I've I've literally been using my laptop mic. As... <laughs> After roasting Jordan for it before. Yeah. So I'm the only competent one this week. That's a nice change. Cable came loose when I moved it. <laughs> I was you. To be fair, I heard the same ding at the start of the recording. So I get the feeling what I've done is unplugged it by moving it while I was starting the recording. You, yeah. Wally. You did seem a tiny bit not echoey. Well, yeah, tiny bit echoey, but not bad. So I didn't think it was your laptop mic. Oh, well. So long as you didn't hear the airplane taking off. No. <clears throat> So, I'd be worried if that was an aeroplane. That sounds more like a NASCAR. You should be aware, Kyle, <laughs> that if I can't find... If you mentioned an animal and I can't find that it's been put on a treadmill at some point, you're going to get something like that. A pig. That is perfectly fine. I have found the dolphin Pigs plant. It's called Curio peregrinus, also known as dolphin necklace, flying dolphins, string of dolphins, dolphin plant, or Senecio hippogriff. Hippogriffs? Hippogriffs aren't dolphins. Yeah, I don't know why it's nicknamed. They're creatures from the world of Harry Potter. It it is. It's basically like a hanging plant. You know the the spider plants where you hang them and they just sort of creep down and stuff. It's it's one of them. It looks quite nice. I can see what people mean by it looks like dolphins jumping out the water, but because it cascades down, it looks like dolphins diving for their fucking life. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I feel a bit bad having it, so I'll stick to my little cacti. My little prickly bastards. Why I'm gonna get you a dolphin plant. You know it'll die within like a week. That should yeah. be where that should be where plant mascot. Should be I thought you were gonna say should be just one of which challenges. How long can Kyle keep a plant alive? No, I already know that, Kyle. That is already a challenge. That's why we've got your cactuses. It's the best chance you're gonna get. It certainly is. Did you know that Earth has a world flag? which we will plant on Mars as soon as we get there. It's been recognised as the official flag of Earth, apparently, by a bunch of nations. Isn't a green got a picture of the Earth on it? No. That's what's used in films. It's that blue fucking swirly shirt, isn't it? It is. It's basically blue with a bunch of circles in it. Uh, If anybody anybody can see that... That is all it is. That looks more united than the whole world. I get the feeling it's just a United Nations flag that they've adjusted. Yeah, pretty much. That is the United Nations flag. Can I raise you? I will raise you. Although there is is some um, questions about whether or not if America's the first people on on Mars, they'll probably plant an American flag. 
if Russia is, Russia will probably fl- plant a Russian flag. It doesn't matter who goes on, they're not going to plant that flag first, or it's probably not even going to be on the fucking spatial. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> it's uh, just like how we have a Earth die, a perfect peak Earth diet or some shit, which should be the diet everybody falls on Earth for best consumption, uh, equality, um, environmental impact, and all that sort of shit, and nobody follows it because it's basically nearly all beans. Hey, Kyle. You will have to accept that. Ah. If you do that, I can go one better than your Earth flag, because I've found planetary flags. Yeah. Right, hold on a second. There we go. Can you zoom? I can't. That, that is zoomed. Is that uh, not very big for con- you? Control plus. Or you want me to physically zoom? Yeah, physically zoom. Physically zoom. Mercury, Venus, I love the Mars, fact that Ve- Jupiter, the- Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. Right, okay. Can I just say, I love the fact that Venus and Mars are literally just because they're the male and female in the gods, so they've decided to put the male and female symbols on them. I, love I wonder how also, many people that's going to piss off. <laughs> uh, can I also say, it says planetary flags, Pluto's there, which they decided isn't the planet. There's also a, a flag for asteroid belt. I mean, why not have a flag for an asteroid belt? We've got a flag for every other fucking thing. Honestly, I'm trying to get it to... There we there go, we that go. one works best. That one's best. What about Jupiter looks like a Middle Eastern flag, but with browns and oranges. Is it just me or is there a planet missing? I like Saturn. I do I do quite like Saturn. Uranus just looks like a country's flag. Do you Pluto, don't talk about my Uranus like that? Pluto looks like a football club. Neptune, Neptune looks like a Greek football club. Do you think the blue bit going along the, the flag in Uranus, if you look at it from right to left, it looks like a narrow and anal passage from the side? It does, yeah. That's probably why it's been done, honestly. <laughs> like a scientist right. Frank going, oh no, it's like a void in space, and then just snickering. I know it's meant to be its rings, but Saturn looks like it's been laser beamed. Right. Why a dwarf planet got the female symbol but with a bit cut out so it's a hook? And then Is that a symbol for dwarfs? I don't know. Is there a symbol for this is the question now. Is there a symbol for dwarfs? Because Neptune's the trident. Mars is male, Venus is female. I'm assuming they've all got relative sim sim symbology. Is that is is the dwarf planet Jay's flag? <laughs> No, it's not a planet full of people like Jay, Jordan. It's just a small planet. It's something that's too small to be classed as a planet, like Pluto. I know. I was trying to do the first. <laughs> Jay, I can show you Jay's flag. It's Indonesia. Oh, bless Jay. Yeah, I thought Durham had its own flag. Is <laughs> <laughs> it northeast? <laughs> But no, that that's that, I like yeah. some of those flags. I like the fact that the Earth flag in that did actually have a green circle to represent our green Earth in it. It wasn't just the blue with the white. I'm, yeah. I'm I quite like the flag. I like simplistic things. I like the simplicity of some of those flags, but like some of them just make no real sense. And imagine. I can imagine there will be arguments about Venus and Mars having those symbols on them purely because people will argue about anything. If Why it's got is agenda. 
there's a solar system as well. The solar system is a pla- is a, a planetary flag for the solar system. One, the solar system isn't a planet. One, it's one of millions of solar systems. So that's just saying our solar system. So what about all the others, if you're going to do that? Yeah. If it's you're gonna make a fl- if if you're stupid. gonna make a flag for the solar system, why not just have all the planets lined up in order, like you do on any picture, and just have like a so like a Milky Way background? Also, you know, you've got you've got Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. You've got Pluto, which yeah, like Isn't I said, it's debatable. Then you've got one for dwarf planets. Okay, that I'm happy with that. That's planets, right? But then you've got asteroid belt, solar system. So where does that stop? Why haven't you got Moon? Fucking all the sun. other moons of other planets, stuff like that. Sun, yeah, exactly. When does that end? Just everything yeah. in the solar system has a fucking flag now, which is a bit ridiculous. I mean, I suppose everything does have a flag on Earth, and we're like putting names to everything. So it's stupid. Probably will end up with a flag for everything. The the sun, if if you can, if we end up developing the technology to be able to either send some technology to the sun to record stuff or to be able to walk on the fucker it will get a flag because then we will be able to stand on it and plant a fucking flag there i think when we go to new planets it should be the french that go first so they can plant a white flag and then it's blank and the atmosphere can color it no no so then they can take their so then they can take the helmets off and then their faces blow up and no, just French. because everyone everyone assumes that a life on other planets would be hostile. So if they're French and they are hostile, then all you've lost a couple of Frenchmen. They would just, just surrender, anyways. I did read. I did read recently. Actually, they've got people in. I can't remember where they are, but they're in a desert currently doing <coughs> simulations for Mars life. They're going to be out there for a few weeks, and they have to. They do this basically every year. They send someone into the desert for a couple for a couple of weeks, from the looks of it, just to see what they can do. And they're doing it again to test something, and I can't remember what it is. It's not to grow things because they've already got something like that in the desert in America. It's something else, but it's basically they have to live, breathe, and survive in their spacesuit while in the middle of the desert with like rations and stuff, and try and set up base camp and things and. Basically, simulate life on it. Yeah, which yeah. I'm, I'm always interested in that sort of thing. But I feel like before we fuck off, Prince William has the right idea by saying, "Stop sending shit to space. Fix this planet instead." Because I feel like space and things can wait until either we've got better technology or we actually want to go and discover stuff and aren't just putting people up for fun. Yes, the ISS. Fantastic. I love it. It's beautiful. Yes, the simulations to Mars and stuff. I like it. But spend some of the funding and stuff discovering our planet. We still don't know what the fuck is on half of our planet. Can we I offer are, an argument and a fact? We are mostly water. We have not been in half of the water in the planet. We don't know what's in those waters. Find that out first. Plus, while you're doing that, you will you will probably build a suit that can survive the pressures of that water. In which case, you will be building a suit which can survive the pressures of fucking space much better. Yeah. Sorry, please go with your thing. Uh, my argument is uh, William Shatner then hit back it's, it's our royal family, basically, by saying, you've missed the point. And it's about The point how... is, you've no, 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 hold on. He said, you've missed the point. And it's shown how convenient space travel is. 
No, it's not convenient. There is nothing less convenient than a rocket. You name one thing bigger and more expensive for transporting a less amount of people. Because it's fucking huge and it costs billions and then you put like maximum of like three people in it. Other than and, container ships, but they're moving a lot of shit around. And, all the and to be fair, William Shannon only went up because he was best friends with freaking Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos was probably thinking if he dies, he's like 80 anyway, so it doesn't matter. 90. 90. There you go. <laughs> I mean, this is nothing well, less fucking. I wonder if it was up in a dick rocket as well. Convenient. Oh, I, I'll just, I just need to nip the shop. It's like, it's, it's about 100 meters down the road. I'll not take the car. I'm just going to launch a rocket. That's convenient. It's not. <laughs> Nothing is convenient about space travel. I mean, saying that, I have been, I am waiting on the day where I managed to get you to write up some blueprints for me and me make something because I want to make some rocket boots. Not, not flying boots, nothing like that. Just like a jump boost that like sort of propels yeah. you forwards a bit, like a, a, a boost so that you can jump or do like a leap or something that's quite like a I'm trying to think like the Call of Duty dodge where you could yeah you could like dash or you could double tap it and it would give you like a boost out the way a little rocket boost a double jump I want yeah. a double jump yeah um can I do you but know no, who, I, I get I get what you're saying it is highly it is not accessible it is not cheap it is not efficient it is fucking up the environment more. Despite all this shit of we care for the environment, stop launching rockets into space and burning absolute metric shit tons of fucking rocket fuel then. Because that is not doing a good job. You're also punching a hole in the fucking ozone every time you pierce through the fucker. Yeah. So, stop it. International yeah. Space Station, I'm happy with that because it's got a purpose. It's doing research. It's trying to figure out things. It's trying to grow plants. It's advancing humanity. Sending millionaires and billionaires up into space and sending Just celebrities into space because, yeah, because they feel like it is not fucking productive or efficient or useful. Exactly. It's just who's got the biggest dick? Nobody gives a fuck. We'll hope you explode if they, in space. If they, are gonna, if they are going to send them, can they just not send the, the celebrities that are annoying, like Kardashians, Justin Bieber? And well, then, then just send a up rocket up and don't bring it back. Yeah, and then just release them into the like through the air vents. No, because <laughs> then they would the air vents. No, <laughs> that, that's the thing. They would still have the achievement of getting into space. What you want to do is say they'll get to space, and then have the rocket either rigged to blow or fail before it exits. You put in just space. you put in just enough just enough fuel that it gets like high enough to come crashing back down to Earth and explode, but not high enough that it gets out of the atmosphere. Yeah, and then say, yeah. and then you do the triple NASA thing of going, it was a miscalculation, but we forgot to change the fuel load from pounds to kilograms. And then go, Houston, we got a problem. <laughs> uh, can you I? Know, offer you know that a line bit, was never f- actually said. No, it wasn't. It was done for the It is not the way that they It was the done for the film. Yeah. It it the many astronauts hate. Well, they don't hate it, but apparently many astronaut astronauts, whenever asked if that's a real thing, they just turn around and go, "No," because it's not. It's not how you would talk to Houston, especially since if you're not over Houston, you wouldn't be talking to them. You'd be talking to Tokyo or London or wherever the nearest aeronautical space space is. 
So it was on Apollo 13 where there were an oxygen tank exploded uh, and there was a radio message that said Houston, then there was a long pause and then it said, we've had a problem here. But it was completely changed for the film. Yeah, we've had a problem here. And then so he goes Houston, on to explain the problem. Yeah, Houston, we got a problem. Kyle, it's can like, I annoy you some more? It's not useful saying, Houston, we have a problem. It is very useful saying, Houston, we've had a problem. This is, and then going over what the fuck is wrong. <laughs> Can I know you some more? Oh, yes. don't. This you is talking about planets and space and stuff like that, so, and Americans. Good. Whose name well, is on the moon, without looking it up? Whose name? Whose name is on the moon? It's, Neil Armstrong. It's, no, it's not Armstrong, and I don't think it's Aldwin either. It's another I think, guy. I think it was those two were the ones that were... It was free. Is it specifically an American astronaut? So this is the thing. It's specifically in America. Okay, because I I get the feeling that the Russians I'll, I'll explain. I'll explain first. I'll explain it, first it, before you before you go any further. Is okay. Am I allowed to take a guess though? Oh, go on then. Is it the third one that nobody knows the name of because he stayed, he, he stayed on the rocket? He wasn't allowed to leave the rocket, so he did it as a so as a sort of well. I'm not allowed to leave the rocket when so I'm going to put my name on this fucking planet to say fuck you. Well, this is the thing. the 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 other the name that I'm concerned with is a name that is written himself basically into the history books with the biggest cheat ever, and you'll see why. So on the moon there are things called lunar plaques, right? Yeah. And it's about all the Apollo missions that went, right? So they are. Small silver plaques with two Earth hemispheres that overlap, like a Venn diagram, if you like. You know yep. the symbol. And yep. on it, it just has from Apollo 12, the pla- pla- plaque inscription is the mission number, so Apollo 12, the date, November 1969, and then this, it's signed by the, the astronauts that go on the moon, right? Okay. So Charles Conrad Jr., Richard F. Gordon Jr., and Alan L. Bean. There's one for Apollo 13. Uh, there's one for 14, 15, 16, 17. Right? Okay. Uh, and Apollo 17, it wraps it up because the plaque inscription doesn't just say that. It says, Here man completed his first explorations for the, of the moon, December 1972 AD. May the spirit of peace in which he came be reflected in the lives in the lives of all mankind. And that says that in capital letters, then it's signed. Right? I wonder well, if it comes from America then. Yes. So I've just realized he's on that one as well, but it's the first one, Apollo 11. Okay. The plaque inscription reads, Here men from the planet Earth first set foot upon the moon July 1969 AD. We came in peace for all mankind. Right? Yeah. And then it's signed, or it says, The Congress hereby declares that the policy of the United States and the activities in space should be devoted to peaceful purposes for the benefit of all mankind. Signed by Neil A. Armstrong. Yes. Edwin E. Aldrin Jr. Yeah. Buzz Aldrin. Michael Collins, which is a bit dubious because he didn't really set foot on the moon. So saying here for the men from the planet Earth, planet Earth first set foot on the moon is a bit of a lie. Right. But then it's I'm also signed a... by Richard Nixon. And I've just realized there was one Apollo 17, Richard, Richard Nixon, President of the United States of America. But on the first one, it just says Richard Nixon. So anyone reading that looks like four guys. One called Neil Armstrong, one called Michael Collins, one called Edwin Aldrin, and one called Richard Nixon just landed on the moon. And do you know what? Do you know what annoys us the most about this? 
none of the others have the president on. He only took office two months before it went up. The entire space mission thing and NASA and everything was all done by JFK. And then he got assassinated two months before it went up. Nixon took office and then went, yeah, I'll put my name on that. That's like the, typi- that's like, the typical that's like, politician uh, way. That's like us doing this and then you not coming on for two weeks and then us winning an award with a random third person that's just been a guest for two weeks and him taking all the credit for what you've done. I know. <laughs> I mean, that is politics in a so nutshell. So Richard though. Nixon's name was on the moon and now I've just realised twice and he's never fucking been there. I want to sign that... a petition to get it fucking removed. <laughs> Why is that some similar that freaking Trump would probably do? Also, one of the one a bit to get removed where it says Congress declares that that it is a policy of the United States that activities in space. No, you meant you you have said that it's for mankind. Therefore, you're meant, rep, meant to re, be representing mankind, not just the United States. Don't change your mind half the real black dick. Exactly. That's just Americans. That that is just Americans saying we're here for all of mankind, but America was here first. It's like yeah. no. Dickheads. Actually, you weren't. The Russians fucking reached everywhere at first. You just ended up saying, oh, we won the space race because you won the last fucking hurdle. Fucking hell. It, it's like if you were doing a race in season, a team wins every single race and then you win the last race and say that you won the championship. Yeah, pretty much. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Hasn't Lewis had a career of doing that, though. No, because he actually <laughs> wins the races, Jordan. You're missing the yeah. point. It's no, like no, 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 no. retiring now and then somebody winning the one last race in his seat and they go, going, I won the championship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's... Um, but he technically misses, uh, but it's a car and a driver. It's ridiculously it's stupid. Too, it, but I still win as much. It's like... Um, uh, fucking hell, my brain. My it's brain is fried hell's brain. Yay, we've succeeded. We've been trying to do this since we were over at school. Was it the nah, dolphin sex or the ignorant Americans that did it? It's the fact that I now want to go onto the moon and kick over these signs. <laughs> and just send them floating off into space. I mean, not, not, not to be aggressive to... Like, <laughs> I like the whole, we are here to be in peace for da 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 and stuff. It's the fact that Americans could not resist putting the fact that they were there down and having the president who would never actually reach there on. Who wasn't actually in charge of the mission. Yeah, who didn't have anything to do with the mission <laughs> and probably didn't even know that it was happening. He probably just sat in his office and went, oh, the sun's bright today. Sir, that's not the sun. That's a rocket going in space. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dear Lord. Can we send Boris up? Can we send Boris up? No, because then we'll have to put a plaque plaque down saying Boris was here. Because if you send Boris into space and that's the first life form that aliens have contact with, they'll definitely be hostile. Can you imagine imagine (laughs) Boris in space? No, no, you didn't let us finish. No, no, no. You didn't let us finish. I said up into space to a one-way trip into the sun. (laughs) Oh, so Icarus. Yeah. Honestly, if anybody... that name, it's like the Titanic. Whenever you see any news report of, oh, this this plane or this ship, spaceship is going to be called Icarus, it's like seeing that they're going to remake a fucking ship and call it the Titanic. You just know it's going to die. You just know it's doomed <laughs> from the start. Yeah. Why did... Th- I'm sure there was a space program called Project Icarus or like some rocket ship or something that was named Icarus. 
and it did fail because it was doomed from the start. There's a game called Project Icarus. There is a game, and it's a good game from the looks of it. I've never played it, but it looks like it's good. Okay. Oh, Kyle, you've stumbled upon smart people things here. Yes. I'm just going to give you the the snippet because I'm not going to research it. I'm not going to read into it. Yeah. Project Icarus is a theoretical engineering design study aimed at designing a credible, mainly nuclear fission biased, unmanned interstellar space probe. Project yes! Icarus was an initiative of members of the British Interplanetary Society and the Tau Zero Foundation started in 2009. The project was under stewardship of Icarus Interstellar until 2019 and remains a BIS project. The project was planned to take around five years and began formally September 30, 2009. An international team of scientists and engineers were assembled and a number of papers were published on many aspects of interstellar flight during the active phase of the project. So it didn't fail. It didn't, it, nothing went wrong necessarily, like major, like it, it's just shit. still it just ongoing died and out. I haven't managed to do anything. Yeah, it, it just pretty, di- pretty much died and, out. I knew I read something about it. Nuclear fission fueled uh, interstellar space probe. Well, you see, this is the social game. This could be possible in the future because they are talking about making nuclear fission reactors, aren't they? They're, it's nu- nuclear fission or nuclear fusion or some some type of reactor that's going to be innovative and revolutionise green energy and everything. <sighs> and England has currently oh. got five places on the shortlist for where it will be built. Apparently, we are in a race against time with many other countries who are trying to do the same thing, and we are hoping to get the project start basically start up and running by, I think it was like 2030, 2040 or something. Yeah. Everything's 2030, 2040 nowadays when you give them time frame. But um, the location will not be decided until 2022. It's like if you're in a race against time, surely you wouldn't be taking so much time choosing the location. You've got it down to a short list of five locations now. You've got two months before 2022. Surely in those two months, you could get an inspector to go to those areas, have a look around, have a look at the plans, and go, yep, this place is probably best. Dude, sorry. Yeah, I agree. I 100% agree. I was just looking. Project Icarus Interstellar was that study. Project Icarus in Bratz Photography is a 2009 Massachusetts Institute of Technology Photography project. Project Icarus, that was all, was a 1967 MIT student project to defend against the risks from the asteroid 1566 Icarus. And then, quotation, Project Icarus was the working title of Bioshock Infinite. In 2013. See, I knew that there was a reason <laughs> I remembered it because I knew it was a video game. I knew yeah. that it had there was something to do with asteroids or something because asteroids are always fucking coming towards when Icarus is the best name because they do crash and burn. And I knew that there was something to do with trying to get into space or something to do with actual space. And then there was that well, Greek guy, but that flew too close to the sun. He's wax melted and he crashed and died. But that was just a pretend story. Which is exactly why I don't know why people keep on naming things Project Icarus when the whole moral of that story is don't fly too close to the sun. Do not be... Yeah, don't (laughs) be so aspirational and lose sight that you just end up going batshit crazy and tarring yourself and covering yourself in feathers. Deal. Bring the feathers, I'm going to fly. Challenge accepted. 
<laughs> I'm sure we could make you fly somehow. You say that, but no, we make suits that make humans into flying squirrels. We do. It is entirely possible to make a human fly nowadays. Yeah. It's difficult, but we can. Well, glide. And technically fly unless you can control altitude and stay in the air. I mean, if we made those jump boost boots, <sighs> would it Blue technically boots. be flying if you just kept boosting yourself every once in a while, maintaining altitude by mm, doing the boost? I, I feel like that's it's it's rocket powered ascension. It it's it's, but rocket it's still power, gliding. This is the thing though, it's rocket rocket powered pro propulsion. Yeah. But because it's not constant, it probably wouldn't be classed as flying, but at the same time, we do have airplanes and aeronautical devices that are classed as flying, despite the fact that they are just usually launched and then just have a couple of boosts and then glide to their destination. Look, see, I would say they're gliders. They're not. That's not flying. That's gliding. There's a difference. So a glider doesn't have an engine. It can use air currents and stuff to steer up. And technically, what you call fly, it could ascend in air hot air currents and shit like that. But it still glides. It's unpowered, um, and it's only ever going to come down. Realistically, I'm sure, I'm sure we. I'm sure there's a glider out there. I feel like I've seen it, or someone built it, or something. Where it had like a propulsion system where it could give itself a couple of boosts to basically get it further. It was like a, it would boost itself forward to give it a bit of a propulsion boost forward to, so it could reach its reach further destinations. I can't remember if it was for that or to keep itself up a bit. I feel like it's just so it could go further. But I, th I think it, it launched from an aircraft, and then, like a missile does, it would give itself a boost to try and launch itself forward, but it would have a couple of them on different timers, so that it would basically be firing a missile, but the missile wouldn't be armed, and it would stay in the glider, so, and it dude, would just launch itself forward. A there bit. is such a thing as a motor glider, which is, you know, the gliders that get towed by planes, the big, they're yeah. like an actual, they yeah, look yeah. like an actual plane, but no engine. Yeah. Just for like one or two people. There is a motor glider. It's a fixed wing aircraft that can be flown with or without engine power. So it's got a little stem on the top with a little propeller on. Um, and it, it so it's basically a propeller. It's, uh, it's so it's basically a plane. It's kind of cheating, but it's classed as a motor glider because you can turn that off and just thingy. It just means you don't need a plane but, to tow but it. That's but obviously it's got a small plane, amount of fuel. Yeah, that's every plane in the world. You can turn the engine off and glide it. Well, if you try hard enough, yeah, kind of. <laughs> There's been cases of people gliding Boeing seven four sevens to the floor for a safe land, and a little so, bit, a little bit, not completely gliding, but you know, close enough so that it can technically be called gliding. There's it's also just... rock there's also rocket ships that are returning to Earth, which are technically gliding. No. I, I suppose the space shuttle when it returns glides till its parachutes are deployed. Yeah, or it, it tries to glide, glide and it, land. It it does sort of it's using the air current to stop itself, but it is still propel still going via Down. no propulsion to towards and downwards. So it is technically still gliding, but gliding like a stone, like a flat stone. <laughs> Glide, glides like a brick swims. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I don't know about you. I've seen a brick float before. Maybe that's just a certain type of brick. <laughs> right, it doesn't count if it's polystyrene. It's not a brick. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking polystyrene. Hey, it's white though. Oh god. 
<laughs> no, I have actually, I'm sure I've seen like, I can't remember if it was like a limestone brick or something, but because it was eroded and had that more, many holes in it, it didn't sink very quickly. Are you it, thinking so of pumice stones? Pumice stones float. It, it looked like it was floating, but it wasn't floating very well. It was sinking, but extremely slowly. Kyle saw an entire sunken building and saw the top stone just sticking out the water. I was like, oh, that's floating. <laughs> <laughs> a sunken church or something that it was like the top of a 600 foot spire <laughs> I wish I'd love to try and make something where you, where you can I'd love to try and make something where you can live underwater like an underwater habitat like a, a church underwater that you can like just go with. Go with religion. Yeah. <laughs> well no not religion just, just I want a church, church. <laughs> I just want a church because they're, they're usually really interesting and cool looking buildings don't want it for the religious purposes. I just want to look at it because it's pretty. I remember reading somewhere that there was a church that was somewhere, it might have been somewhere deserty, and it was buried in a sandstorm or something like that. Um, and the wanted the authorities wanted to basically just fill it in and be done with it. But you can't if it's an active church. For it to be an active church, it has to have at least one sermon per year. Um, so every it, year it, the it Lord the Vicar have... in through a skylight to do a half hour sermon to no one and then lifted them back out just so that uh, but... they couldn't demolish it no I've, I feel like there is laws now I'm sure I've, I've seen somewhere there's laws now where you have to have a set amount of people in your parish for the church to be classed as active that you have to have a vicar and you have to have a set amount of people in the parish and I think it's you have to do a sermon I think it's more often than that now. I want to say more than four times a year because it's one for each season. Dude, I found it and it's in Cornwall. It, ooh, I want to go to Cornwall now. There is a small <coughs> church nestled in the dunes of Dymar Bay. and now When I'm you said in Colorado. the desert, my brain immediately thought like Nevada Desert yeah, or somewhere was. like that, like America somewhere, not fucking yeah. Cornwall. No, I thought it was. Although it looks like an un fucking stop jumping around, you prick. Right, I'm fighting with fucking pops and shit. Uh, right, okay. Although it looks like an ordinary church with an ordinary story, few people know its distinctive crooked spire as proof that it was buried in sand for 300 years. St. Enodoc en Church, one of two churches in St. Minerva Parish, was built in the 12th century, called North Chapel at the time. It was built close to Bray Hill, with stunning views of the bay. But in the 16th century, its beautiful surroundings proved to be its downfall. The shifting sand dunes covered the building, putting it out of action for three long centuries. By the 19th century, the church was buried so deep in sand, the only way in was through the roof. Reports say that a member of the clergy had to climb down through the roof to host services once a year to keep the building classes sacred. By 1850s, a clergyman was annually admitted through the skylight and the north transept to perform a service for the purpose of securing privileges. Locals named St. Saint, Enadonk Saint Sink and Neddy and the sink in any church because of the belief that the church was still sinking. I mean, it probably um, was. But a few decades decades later, the church was unearthed again, and restoration work started in 1863, including rebuilding some of the walls, roof, and windows. It's now surrounded by a golf course, golf course which was built in the late 19th century. Having said that, if you look at the photos of it, it is still pretty much buried half in a hill. They've just kind of dug it out a bit and built it again. But yeah, just, Vicar just went into the skylight. People into it. Yeah, Vicar went into the skylight. I love it. I want to be that Vicar. <laughs> but Do you what reckon does, I can get it at the end? No, the place will burn down. 
I was waiting Dude, on Dude, imagine if, like, so you said there has to be a certain amount of people in the congregation for you to yeah. perform your sermon to for it to be binding, but now it is. Imagine if they had to just, look, the skylights only way and the lower loads of people in. Then you all sit there in your suits and your Sunday suits, waiting for them. And then the vicar just comes in through a skylight. That's the most biblical way to enter a church ever. That he just is. comes in through a skylight like that, does his sermon, and then just goes and kind, goes back up. I kind of hope on the straps <laughs> they just attach little wings to the back or something. I hope so as well, and I hope there's a beam of light when they open the roof. <laughs> there will be though, because it's the it's the skylight, and it's the only thing poking out. It would have just been a pure beam of light. Him coming down, talking to nothing. Imagine, if, imagine, ever. imagine if that place is haunted or something. There's just ghosts <laughs> sitting there going, "Oh my God, he's back! The saint is back!" and stuff, and believing <laughs> he's some sort of god because he comes back once a year. <laughs> That's mad. It was oh, yes, Jordan. Sorry, I, I know we've interrupted you. Yeah, I found a thing which is a bit off field, but did you know someone actually did a study on the character Anakin Skywalker to say that he's got a split personality disorder? What's this got to do with Vickers? I think it's not a Vickers. How did this go down with Vickers? It's one of his specialities of Vickers. Je- Je- Jedi is technically a religion, just because pe- the, when yeah, people is. did a survey ah. to say, what religion are you? A ridiculous amount of people said Jedi to the point where it beat out some actual religions. Someone's you, actually, someone's actually asked, religion. you act like if we weren't part of that survey, we wouldn't have all put Jedi. Yeah, true. <laughs> I found, I mean, I've, it, actually, I've this, actually found the paper as well. You know, when whenever a questionnaire says what what will what religion are you, and you usually put like oh, I'm atheist or oh, I'm Christian or whatever, you can. Do, I want there to be. There's usually never an other button, or if there is, it's usually got like please write your own. I'm gonna next time that says write your own, just put Jedi or Sith. Sith. <laughs> You're definitely a Sith. <laughs> just because I'd electrocute people for fun. Yeah. I was actually I was listening the other day actually um to a D and D podcast where someone was in a bar fight and they used a blood maledict to basically make the other person blind by causing the blood to swell up in the eyes and tear so it looked like they were crying blood while they were blind, and I was like if I was a D and D character I would just do that constantly. Like, if you could have D&D powers in real life, I would just fuck with people's blood and just make them blind constantly. Hold on, hold on, hold just on. It sounds so fun. Not the making people blind bit, but just making it look like people are weeping blood and things. It just sounds so evil and fun. I've just googled a very dubious statement. Oh, dear God. Oh, come on, where is it? Da-da-da-da. Dubious statement. Oh, God. I have to put pirate in. Pirate. Yo, ho, yo, ho. A pirate's life for me. Come on, this where the, are you? That's, you that's, that's the problem. That song goes so well into He's a Jolly Good Fellow. That's just really annoying. Because <laughs> he's a jolly good fellow. I what wonder if any pirates actually got stuck. 
if pirates sung that song and they just got stuck stuck in a loop of just switching to he's a jolly good fellow i'm surprised i didn't do it on pirates of the caribbean what just he's a jolly good fellow yeah i mean i feel like behind the scenes there was probably a few times Probably. Right, you're gonna have to bear with this for a second. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. No. There was a pirate, and I can't remember his name. It can't be true. There was many pirates. There was yeah, a pirate I cat. Some of the names. I'm pretty sure there was a pirate cat. Probably had a cat on board to get rid of the mice. Oh yeah, I read about him. Wasn't he like a first mate? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he ended up getting promoted to first mate or some shit just because. Everybody else didn't want the job, or, or everybody just loved the cat so much they decided, yes, why not? Right, come on, come on, come on. I've got the thing I was watching before here. Hold on. Right, Yo. I'm fighting with things again. Uh, don't fight with things. You'll lose. Oh, God, I'm fighting with YouTube adverts now. I'm going to lose this. <laughs> right. Oh... There's Stefan's first mate. Hey, hold on. I don't know whether we've just been thinking of a cartoon that had a cat as a pirate or something. Who, Francois, who, who? Francois. Francois Lollinay. What about him? Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? You little son of a bitch. He sounds either French or Spanish. Spanish. What the right person? No, I'm not really French. Oh, how have I done that? Are you okay, found the wrong person? I, f- I was looking for a pirate in the 1700s and I found. An Algerian. Well, that was wrong for both of them, Kyle. <laughs> Who was an actor? <laughs> oh. Ah, Francois. Ah, I found him. Francois, right, the reason this comes up, Kyle, is because his, his favourite punish, punishment. Where is it? Where? I need to find the fucking. Name of it. Anyway, he's famous. He's famous because he used to torture loads of people. Um. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, oh, Francois, Francois Lollinay. Francois Lollinay. Yeah. Yeah. He used to torture oh. a load of people. He was a famous pirate, and one of his favorite things was he would tie a rope around the forehead and across around the back like a headband. Yeah. And then slowly tighten it until there was enough pressure on the temples that the eyes popped out of the head. Ooh, saucy. Yeah, I like it. I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> I love, I love the fact that he's he went he was his real name was Jean David Now, <laughs> and he ended up becoming better known as Francois Lollinay. Like, who the fuck decided to change the name from Jean David Now, which is much easier to say, to Francois Lollinay? Francois Lollinay does sound better. He and there is a reason behind six, it. He died in 1669 in the Durian province of Panama. I, he probably didn't want to use his real name. He was sold into essentially slavery. It was I can't remember the name for it, but it's slavery with a contract because his parents were so poor or something. 
So he was sold into slavery and he worked plantations until he was like 22, 22 23 or something. It was at which point his contract was up. Indentured servant. Yeah. Uh, at which point his contract was up and he was kind of set free. So he got a ship and became a pirate and became a fucking feral bastard. And he was, he was a pirate for nine years. Oh, no. Yeah, nine years. Uh, oh. I have a co-host has come to join me. Uh, Mine's upstairs. Hey, kitty. Hey, kitty, kitty, kitty. Kitty, um, kitty, kitty, kitty. He had some. He did an expedition to Honduras. He helped the. Uh, he helped the uh, thing, Majiggy. Uh, he. I can't pronounce it. He got assistance from escaped slaves to make the way to Tortuga. A short time later, he and his crew held a town hostage, demanding ransom from its Spanish rulers. Uh, the governor of the governor of Havana sent a ship to kill Lolne's party. Lolne captured and beheaded the entire raiding crew, save one, whom he spared, so that a message could be delivered to Havana: "I shall never henceforth give quarter to any Spaniard whatsoever." Um, yep. Apparently, yeah. apparently, a year or two into his piratical career, Lolne was shipwrecked near Campeche in. Mexico, a party of Spanish soldiers attacked Lolne and his crew, killing almost the entire party. Lolne himself survived by covering himself in the blood of others and uh, hiding amongst yes. the dead. I was reading about him before. Mad it. it worked as well, it worked. And that's why he, he decided to take revenge on Spanish. He became known as the Bane of Spain, I think. Uh, and he was he's, uh, basically hell-bent on revenge of, against the Spanish. So he used to ball, fire upon Spanish ships, take them out of commission, then board them, and then basically torture everyone on board. They used to also light candles around the masts of the ships, yeah. and then everyone would stand round in a circle with whatever sharp instrument they could get, and he used to make them run round, obviously getting burnt off the candles, and they would stab at them, and the slower they went, the deeper the wounds, because the, the more stabbing you could get done. And he used yeah. to make them all do that, torture all the crew. Then he would jump back onto his ship and then set fire to the boat and let everyone on a burn alive while he sat and watched. Apparently, Just because he fucking hate the Spanish. <laughs> well, apparently, he only narrowly escaped with his life during his expedition to Honduras from the Sp an attack from the Spanish. Uh, and Longley captured two Spaniards, where and to which someone wrote, he drew his cutlass and with it could open the breast of one of those poor Spanish pulling out his heart with his sacrilegious hands and began to bite and bite gnaw it, yeah. at it with his teeth like a ravenous wolf, saying to the rest, I will serve you all alike if you show me not another way. Horrified, a... the surviving Spaniard showed Linné a clear route to San Pedro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he got fucking turned around, basically. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, they headed inland to find food from here he ran several operational attacks on Campeche, San Pedro Sula and Guatemala and trying to penetrate Nicaragua inland cities throughout the Nicaraguan river and was defeated and almost killed by the Indians of the region. He escaped and went to Cartagena in Colombia looking for food. He was then captured by the Indians from El Derian, a modern day province of Panama. They were captured by the indigenous Kuna tribe oh, which killed Lolnus. 
Excamillan wrote that the natives tore him in pieces alive, throwing his body limb by limb into the fire and his ashes into the air, to the intent no trace nor memory might remain of such an infamous inhumane creature. So even the Indians knew that he was a bastard and decided they were going to burn him piece by piece while he was still alive, chopping off limb by limb so that nobody could, no memory nor sight of him would be seen again. I was also reading about other, because I was reading about other pirates, I was reading about quite a few. I was reading about another one that basically he um, he was a total cunt as well. He was like really nasty and that. He would just attack people for the crack. He gave no quarter to anybody. And eventually he was shipwrecked and then some cannibals ate him and his entire crew. Yeah, I and think another, that's the... Another, that's what was the, it you said thingy. about the squeezier? You said kinky. Do you want to know another kinky punishment? Yes, please. There was another pirate. I can't remember his name, but he was known for he would cut the abdomen of the people he captured. Right. Yes. He would pull out the wall end of the small intestine and nail yeah. it to a mast. And then he would encourage his crew to grab oars and spank the man, essentially forcing him to run with with hot they were heated up panels, by the way. Yeah. Essentially forcing him to run away until he basically fell over of exhaustion and died because his intestine was being ripped out more and more the more he ran away. Ooh, <laughs> that's like so a, he basically that's just a different version of keel hauling. But he basically cut him open, nailed him, nailed one end of his intestine to a mast, and then made him disembowel himself by spanking him to death. I would not want to be the cleanup crew after that punishment. <laughs> no, no. Hey, anyway, not. thank you very much for listening, everybody. Uh, we this did end episode. Up... Yeah, we did end up going from space to pirate, from dolphins space and scientists to space to pirates. Uh, so I have been slowly popping up things on the screen, but basically, uh, if you like all this shit that we talk about, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash taken off air. Follow us on Twitter at taken off air. We c- you can follow us on. Ugh. Do I have to say it? If you. Yes, TikTok. TikTok, at Taken Off Air. <laughs> uh, if you want to wear some of our merch or get something back for your money, because you can support us with money, but you can get something back, like stickers. We've got bottles for your water and things. We've got merch such as uh, clo- cl- uh, hoodies, which are very comfortable, uh, T-shirts and that sort of thing. I've been using my T-shirt as a gym T-shirt because it matches my gym pants because it's got the blue sort of vibe. Um, you can also follow us on Twitch at Twitch Hold TV, twitch.tv forward slash taken off TV. Yes, Stefan. Two things. First of all, you didn't read out our shop name where people can get this lovely stuff. Oh, ah, yes, takenoffair.com forward slash shop. And second of all, everything you buy on there, no matter whether it's an expensive luxury hoodie that we'll offer or whether it's a little sticker that's a couple of quid, for every one thing that you purchase, we will plant a tree. Yes, we do. We plant a tree for every In little Kyle's thing. garden. But he doesn't know that yet. Now nah, you can fuck off. I've already got <laughs> trees. I've already got plenty of trees. Yeah, a lot more soon. <laughs> my my garden is probably the like what every government wants everybody's garden to look like. It's the greenest thing in the world because it's basically just a miniature Kielder forest. No, they don't want that. They want you to give up your garden so they can build another house in it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they are across the road. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway. Uh, uh, you can find us on Spotify. Just search for ta- the Taken Off Air podcast or Taken Off Air podcast. We are also on all good podcast, podcast places. 
So no if you can't fit your podcasts, if you can't find us on where you usually get your podcasts, that means that is not a good podcast place. Get a new <laughs> one. Uh, you can go and learn more about us. Take a look at our website. You'll also find all of our old episodes to listen to on www.takeitoffair.com. Uh, you can buy us a coffee, or I should say, you can buy Stephen J and Jordan a coffee because I do not drink coffee. You can buy Neither them are. a coffee. Oh well, you can buy me and Jordan a cup of tea, and from buymeacoffee.com forward slash taken off air. You can follow her on Instagram with at taken off air. Join our Reddit, which is r slash taken off air. You can support us on Acast with supporter.acast.com forward slash taken off air. You can join us next week here with takenoffair.com forward slash live. Holy fuck, that's a lot of fucking things. Thank you very much for listening. I have been your host, Kyle. And I will just, just, I could have saved Kyle about 15 minutes there by just saying, if you go to what taking, if you just Google taking off air and look at my website, all the links are there. All the links are there, shouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, that's usually what I say, but I'm filling in for Jay, so someone else had to fill in for me. I know, I thought it was funny for you to say it all. Yeah, bitches. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we've had the host of Stefan here in his dress, As usual. dressing gown. And yes. we've had our miracle magic appearing <laughs> random guest host. I don't want to call you guest host because you are a host. It's just it's just what I've seen you for a while. <laughs> our cricketing host who has been vanished vanished for it a looks while. Like a cricket commentator right now with that headset on. It does. He just needs the little weird mic. Or is that just football commentators? No, it's just football commentators. Uh, I want to get Jordan one of those little mics now. So it looks like he's got a moustache when he's recording. He's got a he, he does look like he's got a moustache. To be fair, <laughs> he looks like he's got the squarest moustache in the world because it's got the little side bits. It's like a complete square. The Minecraft moustache. The Mindstache. <laughs> the Mindstache. Oh, no, that sounds like what Hitler would call his Mindstache. Oh, Mindstache. <laughs> Mindstache, that. Yards. Anyway, uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we hope you have a wonderful Christmas. weekend, night, Christmas, Halloween, whatever the hell season it actually is. We hope you have Halloween a good day. coming up. We also say want to say take care of your mental health. Uh, we do have links to mental health support on our website because we know it's highly important because we all here have struggled with mental health at some point in the past. So please. Do take a look, get help if you need. Uh, talk to us if you want to, though we're probably not much help. We're probably the worst people you can talk to. We would uh, help. We would help them uh, for each other. <laughs> yeah, the only reason why good for each other is because we take the piss out of each other constantly. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. we are going to go and probably collapse now. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for watching. See you next time. Bye. Where's the button? It's there. Oh, for every fucking. Oh, God. Damn. Yeah.